evening. Good evening. Happy Sunday. Hope that we're all doing well. Hope that we are all awesome. Thank you for catching up on replay as always. Going to do the uh, the invites bit now, so bear with me. If you're listening or watching, feel free to skip a couple of minutes. Uh, and this is a bit tricky. Let's do it the best I can. Drop me a comment. Let me know you're here. Jump on board. Let me know. Nice blue heart if you are returning, and this is not. This is a. Uh, and a red one if it's your first time watching. If this is the first time you've ever jumped on and always better than yesterday's interview session, I can't get my words out, then drop me a red love heart. If you've seen one of these things before and you're coming back for more, then drop me a blue heart. Let me show you some love. And send a few invites and then I'm going to get cracking because I don't want to bore you. Dee -dee -dee. Three more, two. Three. Perfect. Let me see who is on. Hey, there we go. Nice to see some faces on. What is up? Chris is on. Daisha's on. Nikki's on. Hi, Nikki. Amy's on. How are we doing? Happy Sunday, one and all. I hope that we're doing well. So this is episode 13. 13 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. So for those of you that join in for the first ever time, thank you and I appreciate your time and I appreciate you being here. Um, this is all about helping you understand the, the habits and the mindset of inspiring and successful people. Um, I'm a curious little monkey um, and I like to know about people, know what motivates them, what drives them, what helps them be better than they were yesterday. And rather than keep all that information to myself, I thought, why don't I do that for the benefit of everybody else? And um, and I think we've had some amazing, amazing conversations over the last 13 weeks. Now, 13 might be unlucky for some, but 13 is very much lucky for me because tonight I am joined by Chris Saunders, um, well-being and empowerment coach from Colorado, USA. And I've got to shout out um, Lewis Raymond Taylor at this point. Uh, because it's thanks to Lewis that um, and his community um, of the the Hunger Start Accelerators that um, that Chris and I became connected, and in fact we were accountability buddies. So we were in a in a, a development community, personal development community, and it was um, myself and Christine. Chris um, became accountability buddies to keep each other accountable um, to the goals that we'd set each other for that week, and our relationships grown over the. The, the coming months and I, I couldn't imagine not knowing Chris anymore. It's, a, it's amazing. She's a good friend of mine and it's my pleasure to be interviewing her this evening and sharing her with you all. So I won't give her too much of an intro because I'll let her do that herself. So I'm going to bring her on. Maybe I'm not because she's disappeared. Chris, what are you doing to me? Where have you gone? Come on, Chris. Come back. Let's go fill some and fill some time. Drop me um drop me your questions as we go. And Chris, your questions. Um we will pick them up as we go along. Hi. Hey. What is that, Jersey? Well, today is the Denver Broncos home season or opener. 
season opener. Amazing. Yes. So our foot, our football is today. Where Amazing. We, where we don't use anything but really our hands are. <laughs> uh, are the Broncos any good? Uh, some years they are. This year, yeah. me. Me. I'm a Miami fan. What? Yeah, I know. Anyway, anyway, we could talk all evening. There's there's people watching, there's people listening. So, <laughs> could you do me the honor of introducing your good self to the watchers and the listeners? Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for having me on. I have been looking forward to this for so long, um, and I'll tell you all a little bit about that. But I also wanted to thank Lewis Raymond Taylor because without him, you and I would not be friends today, and I can't imagine my life without you in it. So. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so I am a empowerment and well-being coach, like Ryan said, and I started my journey of creating my wholehearted life sort of coaching practice a couple of years ago. And I'll just tell a little bit. I won't go into super detail, but I was a drug and alcohol therapist for years and years and years. Um, and that got a little trying at times. So I decided to do something a little different and went into project management. Um, and what I found was I missed that. And my project management was with a human service agency, serving the public, being a public servant, but it really wasn't quite, um, I love all the comments. So I might have to like do that. Like, hi, Nikki. <laughs> um, um, so anyway, I missed doing that public service piece. And so I wanted to do something more and I didn't know exactly what it was. So um, I was honored to go to a Tony Robbins event and it really helped me sort of figure out what exactly it is that I wanted to do and what was stopping me. And mm -hmm. it was really sort of those BS limiting beliefs that we all have that were stopping me from, you know, like I had some trauma from 25 years ago that I had never worked through. And I began to do that. And um, in that blossomed this wholehearted life coaching practice and finding ways that I could you know, figure out what my why was, figure out what my mission was. And my why is to ease suffering for whoever I can, whenever I can. And so that's sort of, that's like a super brief little bit about who I am. Um, and so I too, am so excited that like we got to connect because like, think about that, like th you're like seven hours in the future from me, <laughs> which is <laughs> really cool. Um, Amanda's watching. Amazing. That's really cool. So that's a little bit about me, like really brief nutshell. Oh, John's watching too. This is awesome. Hey, John. <laughs> I'm like, Amazing. Right. So this thing. I'm, I'm going to dive in now. I'm going to dive into some questions. Okay. So um, you shared a very um, inspiring and emotional and amazing Why Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that aren't within the We Are Always Better Than Yesterday community, within that community, Every Wednesday, we have people sharing their whys, their purpose, what drives them, what motivates them. Uh, and Chris shared hers a, uh, a month ago or so. And it was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, and can you just tell me again and just say it a few times what your why is? Yeah. And actually, people can go and watch it on my YouTube channel because I was able to get it, which is awesome. Amazing. So I'll put some links down below. But my why is to ease suffering whoever I can whenever I can that's my mission in life yeah however so, where, so, so let's unpick that a little bit where does where does that come from I think for me it comes from like I've always been the person who is a, a helper like I, I that's just me by nature and sometimes mm -hmm. it kind of gets to the detriment because sometimes people just want you to listen and I sometimes have mm -hmm. a hard time of just like stepping back and not being um 
that fixer. And so if I have things that I can share with someone or strategies that I know have worked for me or I've seen work for other people, I want to share that. Like, I think, um, like, I, and when I first started my business, I was like, I'm going to make this successful and I'm going to coach people and I'm not going to be a, you know, project manager anymore. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And that just wasn't feeling good for me. And I know you and I, Ryan, mm-hmm. have talked about that. Like taking people's money feels challenging sometimes. So I shifted my focus a little bit and I thought, I just want to share my knowledge. I just want to do that. So from there, it's like sort of blossomed and bloomed into this really awesome way just to be able to make people's lives better. Um, I think that there's people who suffer and they don't have to. And if I can help Mm -hmm. them just even just like a little tiny bit, like that to Mm -hmm. me means everything in the world. That to me means everything in the world. If I can just, even if it's just for a few moments, if I can just ease their pain and make Mm -hmm. them smile like that, that's the world. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So um, when, when someone comes and sees Chris Saunders, wholehearted life, empowerment, well-being coach, how do you ease their suffering? What are some of the ways and in, in the techniques and, you know, conversations that you have that, that, that help you do that? I think for me, the most important piece is being present with someone. I think having that mm. presence with someone and being there and not making it about you um, having those skills to be able to just listen and find those little things that you can just maybe ask some really good quality questions of them that are not judgmental, mm-hmm. that are not um, like belittling. It just helps them feel that empowerment themselves. I yep. think it's more empowering for them um, to be able to get that information on their own just through sort of mm-hmm. just some questioning. And it's not like a questioning, like you'd think like police questioning, <laughs> but, but just like really like questions about sort of, especially around like rules and values that we have, like our rules, mm-hmm. sometimes our rules are stupid, <laughs> like, but if you're mm-hmm. not willing to look at what those rules are that make up your values and beliefs, then sometimes you don't, you don't really understand why you're not meeting those needs because your mm-hmm. rules are kind of bogus. So it's really sort of helping people dissect those, those rules that they may have had for 25 years or 30 years. Mm. I mean, I think about like old wives tales that our parents told us about certain things. And it's like, until you debunk them, you believe them. So Mm. if you can do that for yourself, then you can, you can dive in and figure out exactly why you're not getting your needs met. And maybe you aren't happy in a certain situation or a certain area. Mm. And then you can figure out exactly why. Yeah. So those sort of your values and your needs are they sort of things that um the the tony robbins event helped you think and reflect on absolutely i think when i went to the tony robbins event like i knew like i was like i want to be tony robbins (laughs) like i want to do something so cool like that because people are so moved by it and they're some people's Mm -hmm. lives change forever and you know I, i know that sounds funny but it's it changed me and i think the the human need psychology makes so much sense to me and um, that's a whole nother, you know, conversation that we could have on, in yeah. your community. But those, those really like you, you trying to meet these needs and sometimes you do it in ways that aren't super healthy, but they're still being met. And so like, I think about like, like addictions or bad relationships because there's so much certainty there. Like some people that are bound by that certainty and the need for constant things that you know are going to be there, a bad relationship 
is going to meet those needs, but it's not healthy. So it's really dissecting that down to like the minuscule piece and that takes time and it takes willingness. Mm. So, yeah. So, um, can you share with me a couple of your values? Sure. Um, I think, I mean, I can go really deep and I can go pretty surfacey. Like, let's just start with surface. So like, I have this thing about time and respect and I think about how that has come around in my life. And I think it comes, I mean, it absolutely, I don't think I know it absolutely comes from, you know, growing up as, as a child and, and, you know, in my family, like there are family members who are consistently late. And it's like some of the, some of the comments that, you know, my mother or my father or my aunts and uncles would say about, you know, a family member like, oh, so-and-so is going to be here at two. That really means five. And it's like this constantly waiting around. It's like, so for me, like, that's a very surface level one, like time yeah. is super important. Like your time and my time are very valuable. Let's honor that. Um, mm -hmm. So when, and, and I, people are in my life can certainly say like, if we're in a meeting and people are late, it's not even me that has to be late. <laughs> if someone else is late, I have anxiety about it. So like, those are the things like, oh, I really need to figure out some of those values and rules I have around that. Um, and it's one that doesn't really affect a whole lot. So I don't haven't really paid too much attention about it. <clears throat> and one of the ones that I really worked on the last couple of the years, which is a little bit more deeper is like having that, you know, that, that saying like, you're not enough, like it could be like, you're not smart enough. You're not beautiful enough. You're not, you know, all that kind of stuff. And mine was in meetings, like I'm not confident enough in meetings. And I was like, well, what does that really mean? Like, and so it's really dissecting those rules about, you know, it could be just one particular meeting, right? It's like, well, I don't have all the answers right off the top of my head and I'm not a quick thinker and I don't, you know, speak up and, you know, all that stuff. And I don't know everything. And it's like, well, shoot, nobody knows everything. So that's a stupid rule mm -hmm. I have. I don't have to know everything mm -hmm. to feel confident in a meeting. So those are the things that, I mean, and you could work on that for years and never be done, but it's really just taking those, taking those little pieces and just dissecting them and figuring out what works and what doesn't work and what serves you and what doesn't serve you and and, and that's right isn't it so for those um people that haven't gone through this concept of working out what your values are um you know what sort of questions can sit there and ponder on uh, people sit there and ponder on so when i do that and i've done that with a few of my clients like we'll start with a particular um topic or situation and we'll go to like, what is, let's say like the meeting, what, what does your ideal meeting look like? Like, tell me what that ideal meeting looks like. What do you want to accomplish in this meeting? Mm -hmm. And then I will dissect like, well, what has to happen in order for you to feel like you're being heard? And we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what has to feel, and whatever comes out of that, then we just level it down to, well, what does it feel like for you to feel like you're a quick thinker? Or what does it feel like to, for you to feel included? So it's really those, what does it feel like type of questions? Um, what does it look like? What does it sound like? You know, what do you hear? Who's around? So it's really just getting that, that really minuscule stuff um, dissected. And like I said, it could take forever because there's so many situations that people want to work through. So, and I think one of the really fun ones that I kind of learned in school when I went back to school was there was this teacher and he was talking to somebody about this and this guy's like, well, I need, you know, time to relax and, and I want to, you know, feel at peace and, you know, I can't not have any stress. And he's like, well, what does it take? What, what, what does it look like? Where are you? What are you doing? And, 
And the guy's like, well, I'm at the beach and I'm, you know, reading a book and the ocean is there and, you know, it's like really quiet and my wife is there and he's going on and on. The guy's like, wait a minute, your wife is there? Don't, don't you understand? Like, chicks like to talk a lot. So if you're looking for quiet, I'm not sure that that's where you're going to. So like, there's just Got like... his headphones. In. <laughs> so there's like those kinds of things. Like sometimes you don't even think about it. Like, oh, yeah, I do want my wife there, but she does talk a lot. So I'm not going to get like my quiet and peace time. So maybe I can look at some other way to get that. So it's like those things yeah. we don't even, we're not even aware of. So it's just really awareness. Awareness. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what are the sort of like habits that you've built up over the, over your, your years that have really started to serve you well? Well, I think <sighs> habits are interesting because we have, bad habits and we have good habits and so um I think habits for me are are you know about physiology like moving your body makes a whole lot of mm -hmm. sense to me because if you move your body you can change the chemistry makeup in your body right so mm -hmm. <clears throat> one of the one of the things that was really awesome about the Tony Robbins event was he has this this guy Joseph McClendon who comes in and he has this thing called astitude which pretty much means like shaking your ass to make your attitude better. So it's like moving your body, but it, it happens in, you know, you can exercise and you can walk and you can dance and, you know, it's just that physiology, you know, changes the, make, the chemical makeup in your, in your body. Um, I do a lot of prayer and meditation. And I think that's really important to be able to sit with yourself and not have any music, not have any TV, not have any like outside influences just to sort of think. Yeah, what does meditation give you? Um, meditation gives me a space to think about nothing. Um, it takes a lot of practice to get there. Um, mm. Some people do like thinking meditation or thought-provoking thought meditation. I like to just empty. I just like to empty it. And if a thought comes, it goes. It comes, it goes. Mm. And I did that a lot in yoga. And actually, I've missed that the last four weeks. So I can tell a difference. Um, in that piece. Um, meditation is, is important. It's a huge learning curve. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, breathing, lots of breathing exercises has been really helpful for me, counting breaths, those sorts of things. And I also do what I call heart breathing. And I, I can talk about that forever too, but it's really science has proven if you place a hand on your heart and a hand on your head and you breathe, the it, it sinks and you can make a little bit, yeah, you can make a little bit um, more wiser choices because our head likes to mess with us, but our heart really knows what the answer is, right? That's what wholehearted is, right? So <clears throat> our heart knows exactly what to do, but our mind questions that based on our experiences in life. Um, and so, and, and, you know, breaking patterns, like if you're not, if you're not feeling good, like there's gotta be something that breaks that pattern and it could be a friend or you can learn how to do that yourself. And it could be asking yourself a stupid question that like breaks your pattern. I mean, I don't know how many times maybe you've been like in this really heated discussion and blah, blah, and somebody's like, oh man, your shoes are cool. And you're like, thanks, that's cool. I'm like, wait, I'm mad at you. We're having like this conversation. So it's like breaking that pattern of thought. So, yeah. There's a couple of comments that have jumped in. So Geneva talks about, I do ironing meditation. Do you know what? I've often thought, I've often thought I'm sat there. You know what? I iron my shirt sometimes on Sunday night before work and in the, in the week. And, Oh, this is repetitive and sometimes there's and I thought maybe I was just the only one that thought that you know ironing was a bit meditative is that if that even a word breathing and removing wrinkles 
Geneva, I love that. Tell me more about that. I want to hear some more about and And Amanda, I do clean meditation. It clears my mind amazingly. Maybe there's something in this kind of cleaning and ironing meditation. That doesn't surprise me about Geneva. She's fantastic. Or Amanda. Fan, like Geneva is, she is an awesome woman. You guys should definitely connect and talk. But um, yes, I can totally picture her right now ironing and cleaning out those wrinkles. She's so metaphorical and amazing. So yeah, I can totally wow. see that. Yeah. I love that. That's really interesting. Because a friend of mine um, talks about, you know, seriously heavy weightlifting being quite meditative and i've said it again is that even a word i don't know it can be today it is hot oh yeah bill definitely headspace it's been um it's been fantastic Mm. it's been um really great resource for myself i'm glad you like it mate glad you like it and running mate yeah very you know we are like-minded my friend because those are the two things that have helped me over the last you know, nine months, getting out, running, clearing the head and getting some headspace on the go. Nice, I like that. I agree with the running piece. I agree with the running piece. I think for me, when I was doing all the running and training for that um, Muddy Princess event, which was really fun, um, like the the mind piece of that was awesome. Like the body piece, my hamstrings were shredded. So like I have to figure something out if I'm going to keep running but the mind piece, and I know Amanda's the same way, like if she's in the space where her mind is just cluttered, she'll go run or elliptical and bike. Mm. Like there is no tomorrow. And she's like, woo. <laughs> oh, Geneva said something. Well, my wife's given me some beans about it would be nice if I meditated whilst doing cleaning or something like that. Sounds like a great idea. So <laughs> I'm sure I've let myself in for her. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the cooking and the cleaning uh... and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are we going next then, Chris? What do you want me to ask you about? I don't know. I think um, I was thinking about like when we talked a little bit before that, we were talking about like the mindset piece of that. Mm. And I think for me, like I view life as life is happening for me. It's not happening Mm -hmm. to me. And I think if you are in a space where you're thinking, well, oh my God, why is this happening to me? There's judgment, there's fear, there's all those things that we don't really necessarily love in life. So if you can look at life as happening for us, for me, you can find the opportunity. You can honor the past and you can know that what is happening for you is shaping you Mm. to be the best person you can be. Mm. Yeah, I like that. What helps you with that? What what helps you get into that mind space of life's happening for you? Let let's take your let's take your Facebook account for example. So not many people know that you've been building up a Facebook account for, for many, many years, built up your community, and day one of your holiday to Antigua, your Facebook account gets deactivated. You know, your business is on there, your clients, your community, and it goes. In that moment, how do you get to that headspace of it's happening for you? Well, in the beginning, I was shocked, I was completely shocked. Like I, I didn't know, you know, cause you don't know the answers. You don't know why it's happening. Like, is it true? Is it, you know, is it because I'm out of the country? It's like, what's happening. And so it's really like in the moment I panicked because like you said, like, that's my world. Um, mm. And so I panicked and I thought to myself, this can't ruin my vacation. I'm like five minutes into this vacation. It can't ruin it. And it did consume me for quite a bit, like maybe 
a couple of hours, but I have this series of questions I sort of ask. And I always say like, find the good. Like that's what I ask myself or tell myself, mm. find the good in this because you know this is happening for you. And I repeat that to myself, sometimes out loud, sometimes in my head. This is happening for you. You don't get to know why. Right this minute, you don't get to know why, but this is happening for a reason. And then I work through it like I, I have this 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 process that I go through. It's called the loss less never process. And it's really a series of three questions. Have I lost something? Do I have less of something? Or do I feel like I'm never going to have something? And so it really, it can, if it's a, a smaller sort of challenge that you're working on, you can pinpoint what it is because you don't necessarily have mm -hmm. all three of them. This one, I had all three of them. <laughs> like I've lost something, I have way less of something and I'm never going to get this back. So how am I going to deal mm -hmm. with this? And um, it really puts you in a place of, okay, what are the opportunities here? And so I've said to myself and I contacted Amanda and I was like can you help me out can you figure out if there's somebody I can call can you figure out if I I mean I had very limited wi-fi and she's like I think you just have to send this appeal in so she sent me the link and I sent it in I was like that's all I can do and then I just and I actually sat outside in the in the sand in the ocean in the middle of the night because I couldn't sleep <laughs> and I prayed and I asked I asked for help in just letting it go and I said that probably over to myself and to the world and to God, probably like five minutes, like, please just give me the strength. And I just felt this overwhelming sense of peace and I let it go. I completely let it go for almost 10 days. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Without a frozen soundtrack in sight. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow, yeah, I love that. Because I didn't know that I would be able to do that. and. You know, I just, I, I just didn't want it to ruin that special vacation that um, we had been planning for so long. So it was your anniversary vacation, wasn't it? Yep. Amazing. How many years? Uh, 20 years, 25 together. Wow. Yeah. It was really There's awesome. There's a few things we can learn about mindset <laughs> being with someone for that long, isn't there? Absolutely. Probably from both of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll be speaking with John next yes, week. Yeah, we can interview John next time. <laughs> Amazing. Um, what can you learn from the experience, Adam says? What's your contingency plan with your business and your Facebook? I think Adam, and I love Adam. Um, I've been, since I met him on your, I think on one of like these interviews, I think I may have like caught and just started, you know, following him and chatting with him. And mm -hmm. um, he did a lot of good questions for my Why Wednesday. Um, yeah. And so Adam has awesome questions. And I think what I can learn from that is don't put all your eggs in one basket and branch out and find other platforms to build that, which is challenging in this day and age and doable at the mm -hmm. same time. And my contingency plan is to keep going. Um, I know mm -hmm. Ryan, you and I had, had kind of talked and you said, please don't give up. And I wanted to at that point, I'm like, why, why even bother? And then I was like, no, you're right. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to rebuild this community. And I think, yeah. I think right now I'm on Facebook, but I do very little. And I think I'm going to focus more on Instagram just for a while, even though I know Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same people. I know that uh, it's just a little bit different platform and you have a little bit more freedom to, to do some things. You don't even have to put your real name on Instagram. So, which is weird. 
whatever. <laughs> so I think be where you want to be. Yeah, and just uh, and, and just and have fun along the way. Yeah, and it's interesting because I made a lot of connections, you know, because I do the radio show, and you know, you ha hashtags are powerful on Instagram, and I've met a couple of other people who do radio shows here in the states who may or may not. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. Mm. So. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So I my coaching philosophy my mindset is all about being always better than yesterday so what does being always better than yesterday mean to you you know after you kind of, kind of talked with me about that like I really thought about it and it was really I have this this and it's an old saying but if you're not growing you're dying and I don't mm. I don't want to be in that space so I find the opportunity in everything am I perfect no am I always on 100% of the time no um do I do I strive for that absolutely and if I can make someone feel better someone smile mm -hmm. someone's suffering a little less then I know I have been better than I was yesterday so I think it's finding those opportunities and um like, I think I, I remember back when Adam asked me what my favorite word was, and that really stuck with me, Adam. So, and it's love, and it has to start and stop and end with love. So if you can give that, then you're going to be better than yesterday. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me a few, tell me a few of the ways in which you were always better than yesterday. I am. Oh, now you put me on the spot. How I am always better than For me, yeah, I don't hold on to the past. I used to mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. I used to hold on to that and I used to use it as excuses and I don't mm -hmm. anymore. I look at it as a learning experience. Um, so if I can say, okay, that shit happened. That's gone. It's not going to change, right? You can't change it, but you can learn from mm -hmm. it. So I think for me, letting the past be in the past and I have a lot of huge things that have happened to me that I now can honor and mm. which is very challenging if, if and some people who think about that I was um, I'm a survivor of sexual assault and so if you think about if you think about honoring something like that people are like what the f are you talking about right but for me like honoring that because it shaped me who I am today it's made me who I am today and was it in what way um <laughs> I think it's made me like, it took me a long time to get there. Um, it took me 25 years to figure out all of that and why I was the way I was because I, I had moments in my life where I wasn't very nice to myself and I wasn't very nice to the people around me. And um, mm. because I was holding on to that fear and holding on to, you know, things like extra weight so people wouldn't notice me and like things like that. And it, it was detrimental to me. Um, mm. so if I can just let that go and honor it, mm. it sounds really weird, but it's, it's helpful if you can just say, cause you know, you're like, oh my God, Lewis Raymond Taylor put us, brought us together. Right. Okay. So there are probably things in that has happened in that community that you and I have probably, you know, been like, oh, well that's kind of different or whatever, but we still honor it cause it's shaped how it made us today. Mm -hmm. So you have to honor the good and the not so good. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
what, what would be the kind of three to five things that have really helped you come forward in the last 25 years to, to be in the person you are today? Connections with people. Sorry, pardon? Connections with people. I've made lots of yeah. amazing connections with people. Um, I've had lots of amazing conversations with people. Uh, my relationship with my husband is huge. And um, I think being able to like and love myself is huge, which I didn't do for many, many years. And um, be okay that I'm not perfect, that I'm progress. It's like, you know, progression, not perfection, right? So mm, I'm not always, yeah, not perfect, but I'm always moving forward. So mm. I think, and not giving up. I don't want to give up. Like I say that because it's easy. I've said that before yeah. because it's easy. Like, yeah, I'm just going to give up. I'm not, I'm having self-doubt about even wanting to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I think that's what I said. It's like, I don't even want to be an entrepreneur anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Cause like one little road bump, are you kidding me? There's a moment where you can go like, Oh, you're silly. Why are you saying that? Whereas before it took, you know, 25 years to figure it out. It's like less than like two or three hours now. <laughs> I give myself a statute of limitations. It's 12 hours. Work through it. So work when, through you're, um, when, when you say you're an empowerment coach, you've lived and you've breathed it. You know, mm -hmm. you're the real deal. You can help people through it. I think so. Absolutely. That's your gift. Yep. You know, to, to ease suffering. That's a powerful why. Mm -hmm. And the world needs more people like you. I feel incredibly Thanks. blessed to share the same space with you, to be friends with you. Uh, and I'm very, 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 very grateful for your time this evening. If you were to um, leave our watchers and listeners with one final thought, what would it be? I think if you can go out in the world and make one person smile, it will change their day. Just one person a day. That was one of the challenges I had up front for myself was go out and make one person smile every day. And it turned into like 15 people because it was so amazing the feeling you get when you walk by someone and someone smiles yeah. at you back or says hi or whatever. I mean, our world is so mm. crazy these days that mm. if we can focus on the good and not on the BS, it will, it will be an amazing place. Amazing. And where can our people check you out more where, where can we find your content and don't and your radio show and your and your magazine your articles um, artic where can we find more of your content yep, articles are in one tribe magazine and i'll put a link in the comments um i do radio tuesday mornings on expatradio.com it's actually four o'clock in the morning here but i think it's like 11 a.m there yeah i think and like 12 and brands i think i think that's what it is but i'll double check and i'll put it in there um my instagram is follow your whole heart and then my facebook which doesn't have a whole lot yet is christine rebuilding rebuilding maybe i should put like a construction thing across <laughs> across yeah. the, the banner or whatever it's called i don't know um yeah so and then i have a website um, i'm not an awesome upkeeper of my website i just not <laughs> but it's uh followyourwholeheart.com <laughs> and um and who should reach out to you who do you like to connect with who 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 should jump in and, and message you and, and and arrange to talk with you i would want to say anyone just because that's what i love to do i just love to connect with people um 
So I, you know, it's anyone, anyone who wants to just have a conversation about really anything. I don't have a specific, you know, ideal client because I think that everyone, I even need like coaches need coaches, right? I don't know how many times I've reached out to you, Ryan, and it's like, hey, can I just call you? <laughs> and it's just like a two second conversation or five minute conversation or something like that. Um, so it's just having those conversations that could just like maybe make your day better. Amazing. Chris, I love you dearly, my friend. Me too. Love you too. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and we shall chat very, very soon. Guys, um, thank you so much for catching up on replay. Thank you so much for joining live. Um, drop Chris a message if you want to reach out to her and get in touch. Um, and please do share this video with the one person you feel that this would add value. Um, Chris has dropped some really, really inspirational messages in this in this um, in this conversation. So I'm sure there's someone that you know very close to your heart that would benefit from what she said. So please do make sure that you share. Uh, and over and out. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Much love. Bye now.